Welcome, this is the Firmly Founded Teen, where teens get skills they just don't teach in schools. I'm your host, Joey Massio. Today's review comes from Leanne Austin. Just sounds like a name you've got to say with a Texas accent. Leanne Austin. She says, love that Joey has found a fun way for teens and adults to learn more about their emotional health. The variety of examples and short episodes make this podcast entertaining and educational. Look forward to many more. So do I, Leanne. And a great way to ensure many more podcasts is to leave a review and share the Firmly Founded Teen with your friends so that they can leave a review. Right now, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but if you search the word teen in iTunes, my podcast doesn't even register. All right, and many other strange ones do that really have nothing to do with teens or shouldn't have anything to do with teens. Uh, my friend tells me that it's all in the reviews. So right now I'm at 30, but I would love 30 more. So please help me out and leave me a review if you haven't done so already. And now episode 14, Us versus Them. The topic of Us versus Them has been on my list of episode ideas for about a year, before the current political climate came to be. So this topic is not political in the direct sense, though you can totally apply this to everything going on now if you want to. Because my job isn't to tell teens or anybody else what to think. It's to get you to think about what you think. Right? So this idea of us versus them came from a story um, of a conversation I had with a teacher colleague of mine. I'm a teacher and I was talking to another teacher. Let's call her Sarah. Sarah is known for having particularly sour views of lots of things. Now, in expressing frustration with the way our team of principals were doing things, she said, they don't even care about students. And that just baffled me that someone could say something so strong about four people who have spent the past decade or more of their lives working with students, people who I was working with closely and seeing their drive and dedication to students, that she could say that. She could say that they just don't care about students. And Sarah completely believed it, like for realsies. And that led me to think, how is that even possible? The us versus them mentality actually has a definition in psychology. It's the, quote, oversimplifying and distorting complex problems by dividing the world into an us and a them and scapegoating and vilifying the latter, end quote. So what that essentially means is that in order to understand and comprehend what's going on, our brain separates things into an us team and a them team, and we make the them team the bad guys, right? And say it's all their fault, right? So, and this is found everywhere. In sports, obviously. Now, I always tell my students all the time, I don't sport. I don't math, and I don't sport. I don't follow sports teams, and I never know it's Super Bowl weekend, like, ever. I know it's sometime at the beginning of the year, but... I'm always surprised. And boy, I've never felt more wrong than when asked which team I was rooting for. And I took a guess of one of the two, of which I had to ask, 
Now, who's playing? So I took a guess for the one that, yes, that's the one I want to win. And it was the wrong answer to this particular student who was asking. And their response was like, how can you be such an imbecile to be rooting for that team? It was just surprising. I was automatically them and he was on team us. Now, this is also totally found in politics. Oh, politics, the great sport. One side versus the other, locked in a centuries-long battle of good and evil, where one side views themselves as good and the other as evil, and the other side must be conquered. All right, this is huge in politics. I, I believe whenever there's debates going on, it's, it's like a boxing match, and one side's got to throw some punches and the other one has to take punches in order for people to say, yes, yes, he, he clearly was the winner. He defeated them, two opposing people who apparently hate each other or have to hate each other uh, in order to win uh, the game and become elected in whatever they're trying to be elected in. So now you know the us versus them is found in education. Like you personally know that as a teen, uh, there's the student versus teacher mentality. Now, I've heard students tell me, my teachers don't want me to succeed. Literally, I've had a student tell me that. And I'm like, what, all of them? I mean, what are the odds that you got all the teachers who got into this industry to crush the life of students? Right? And it's just kind of, again, baffles my mind that uh, we will tell ourselves that story and then believe it. Now, of course, teachers do this too, right? Uh, teachers will say things like, all students don't want to learn. Like these students do not want to learn. And it's our job to make them learn and are they're just impossible. I've heard that said. My sixth period is just impossible and turning it into an us versus them uh, mentality and all a me versus them also counts as an us versus them sometimes there's just one person in the us category which turns into a me versus them now of course this is found in race okay um, we know that's going on right now one race views the other race as a race who everyone in that race views their race poorly. Now, I'm not saying there are not different groups of people in life that people belong to. Totally. Like, I completely get the us part of the equation. I love being a part of an us, right? having a sense of belonging, self-identity. Right? It's, it's great to be able to, to root for people that are on the same team or you know, to, whatever, or, or, or to hang out with people who get along with things that I like and people who I get along with. I even get the them part, right? There are people who are going to view things differently than I do, right? Who are different from me, right? Who either look different, who act different, who love different things, who th see things differently, right? People who have different positions or job descriptions than I do, right? So the us is fine. The them is fine. It's the versus part that I think is the problem. In a versus, if the other side wins, we lose. It's a competition, a battle. We can't let them have an inch because that means we lose an inch. And with my height, I don't have very many inches to spare. <laughs>
Get it? Okay, dad joke. Whatever. But most of the conflict that arises in our minds and actions come from the mentality of verses. Now, this is a big brain battle I have in life, right, is to constantly stop seeing things as us versus them, me versus them, me versus her or him, right? The brain typically wants to go there in most situations because it's the easiest way to simplify a complex problem. And our brain loves it when things are easy, even if it makes things sadder, meaner, yuckier, right? It, it just wants to make things really easy, all right? If they're against me, they're totally on a different team. They're against me 100%. There's things that we don't uh, see eye to eye on or we'll never see eye to eye on. So the question is, what's the solution? Right? It's to get rid of the verses. Your brain is right now probably screaming at me and saying, now, wait a minute. Okay, I can get rid of the verses and live in this make-believe land of harmony that you think exists, Joey. Right? But other people aren't going to do that. They'll be out there coming at me with a versus mentality. And if I'm in la-la, frou-frou, harmony land, then they'll walk all over me. Now, first off, if your brain is telling you that, it's doing the thing that I'm saying is the problem. It's really holding on to the us versus them. There are a group of people out there who are like hell-bent on bringing me down, on attacking me, right? Whatever. So... Start thinking about that. If your brain tells you that, that you can't get rid of the verses because then this, this other team of people, whoever they might be, uh, will just come in and try to utterly destroy you. Now, secondly, you can totally view the verses. You can hold on to the verses all you want all day long. But this is what I've noticed for me. Whenever I try to close the gap between the us and the them, it always feels better than trying to expand it. I also always get better results in my life. Now, a boss of mine once asked me if I was afraid that by doing this, by closing the us and them gap, taking out the verses, right, that if I was afraid of getting walked all over, of not accomplishing the things I want to accomplish. And I responded, have I ever not gotten something that I wanted? And she paused as she thought about it, but all the work I've done, the things I created at that job. And she said, no, Masio, you always get what you want. <laughs> and I believe that is in big part because of me working hard to take the verses out of my way of thinking. Because what if life really was this way? We are all part of the us. The verses we are against is not other people, but it's weakness, human weakness. It's bad choices. It's hate. All those things, all the things that all of us are at risk of. This way of thinking always works best for me. It gives me hope. This takes away the divide for me. Now, try it out and see if it helps you. Now, this is how you do it. When you're viewing something as an us versus them, think, in what way could I include the them in my us? That way, when you see it as both of you being on the same side, 
you can really find what the actual them is that you both are verses and need a squash together. Does that make sense? So if you view someone as someone who's trying to take you down or bring you down or whatever. So well, how could we possibly be on the same team? And if we were on the same team, what is the, the other team that we're against? Now, don't make the other team that you both are against just a different group of people, okay? That, that will just be a, a different ver- a version of the regular us versus them. But think about it, like, what are we trying to, to battle here? Is it, is it weak communication? Is it a uh, misunderstanding? What are we versus together? And again, for me, that really helps me uh, be able to just treat everything more positively. So to end, I'll try to put all this as simply as I can. Don't vilify the them. Seeking to understand the them does not weaken your us. Find something to love about the them. Make your us an us that chooses to love the them, even if you might not love or agree with certain people in the them. You really define your us by how you define their them. Choose to see an us that allows in more of them. And only then can we all truly be us. So, as promised, here is the breakdown of my poem, Black and Blue, from last week. If you haven't listened to it yet, then stop, go back one episode, episode 13, and listen to it. It's, it's like three minutes long. All right? So this is my interpretation of my poem, right? the way I saw it when I wrote it. The traveler is America. And due to a wrong step that was taken, we are now metaphorically black and blue. Okay, wrong step being a wrong action someone took. We now have vision impairment, divided completely in perspective, uh, perspectives. Right? One side seeing black and the other seeing blue. So that's causing some further missteps, leading to more metaphorical bruising. Because when your vision is blurred like that, it's really hard to see the best and clear path forward. Right? We are tempted to want to cut off one of these views completely, right? To just get rid of it and go, no, no, this side's right, or no, this side's right, or that side's wrong. So luckily, the wise man in the story steps in to stop the traveler from doing that, right? And shows the wisdom of seeing from both sides. And seeing from both sides is the only way to truly make it forward to that majestic destination. And uh, I use the word majestic, right, to, to be similar to the word majesty, which is usually associated with America, right? We always want America in majesty, right? Uh, which, with, for me, is the, the vision that our founding fathers had of an America, right? Which I believe still, personally, the majority of us still have today, as America being a beautiful place for people of all kinds to live in. That's that majesty we're all shooting for. So that was my interpretation of uh, the poem I wrote, but hopefully like any good piece of literature, uh, it's up for interpretation for whoever wants to view it in a way that they can get the best message out of it. I'm Joey Massio. Thanks for tuning in.